Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this, hello. Ooh, man, I'm on vacation. I can't even believe it. I am in beautiful Sun River in Oregon uh, with some friends staying in a beautiful cabin. And uh, matching that kind of vibe is we have an open swim episode. We've never done this before, which is, well, funny. We do end up talking about floating, but uh, we just have an open conversation uh, episode where it's, uh, you know, my podcast podcast mates and I uh, chat quite a bit. (laughs) We always have a good time, uh, whether it's over text or um, pre-recording, post-recording. But when we record, we want to stay on subject, you know, and and make sure we have uh, good value in making these episodes. But um, on this one, we decided to just uh, have fun, talk about what we would randomly talk about anyways, and um, hit hit that record button beforehand. So that's what we did. I hope you enjoy the episode. Of course, um, yeah, we, we do also talk a lot about floating uh, in real life, and that does make its way into this episode as well. I kind of forgot about that. So uh, enjoy the ride, and um, yeah, I think that's all. Uh, Thanks so much to Helmbot for sponsoring this show. Helmbot is the software we use at the float shop. I know all of Gloria centers are using it, Drew's using it. It's something that we absolutely feel like is a necessity for our float center. In fact, if you're opening a float center, I I highly recommend that you use Helmbot, and I truly, truly believe in that. Helmbot is built from the ground up for float centers, but it can do so much more. Scheduling classes, um, whether it's yoga classes, booking LMTs, all of that jazz, they can cover what your float center is doing, no matter matter what type of scheduling is required. Ooh, I must be on vacation, huh? I'm tripping over my words. Ah, that's kind of nice. So let's see here. Yeah, Helmbot.com is where you want to go. And as I strangely like to say every time, don't take my word for it. Schedule a tour with these guys. Make sure it's a good fit for you. They'll walk you through the whole thing. And um, they can even set up a test account for you. So you can go through and, and uh, explore the software itself before you even buy. So it's really absolutely no risk. Helmbot.com is where you want to go. Let's start this ridiculous episode. Pebbles and Bam Bam. Yes. Yes, I got the Pebbles thing going on. Wow, that's aggressive. Wow, indeed. (laughs) 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 You have to get bad podcasting. You have to watch the video to see what we were just laughing at. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's why we're the masters. Uh, Welcome back to another Art of the Float Open Swim Edition. This was Drew's idea to simply almost kind of take a break. Um, we talk so much before and after we hit that record button and we uh, text uh, incessantly uh, as well. <laughs> and uh, Gloria in yeah. batches, I will say. Yeah. Yeah. And if those text- ever were made public, ooh, <laughs> there'd be some explaining to do. We <laughs> read. <laughs> There really should be. We should be using uh, Signal, I think. We need to be encrypting. Or Snapchat, so they just disappear. (laughs) We should start an account, out of context, out of the float texts. That's good. Just cherry pick. That's good. Please, okay, you guys, please do not ever tell Samuel Whiting what a super crush that I had on him. Oh, are we recording? Oops, okay. Mm, mm. We can Mm. edit that. 
And that's a uh, oh, don't yeah, we Who always cares? fix stuff in post? Absolutely. <laughs> Who cares? I'm the master of it. Is what up. it is. Um, yeah, and that's actually the first guest you've ever had a crush on. So is that it? was exciting. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, I sorry about the average is pretty high. It's a sexy industry. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't blame you. We're a good looking people. But in all fairness, and all you know, full disclosure, these guys, the two of you. Who does my heart really belong to? Us, Drew. Oh, no, us. no, <laughs> no. You've seen me make googly eyes at my husband. Robert, yeah. Oh, Robert. oh right, Robert. Hey. Yes, <laughs> Robert. Wait. Come on, guys, we... help me out. <laughs> She's in right. Always Should... talking about Robert. <laughs> Is this where we bring up you sending pictures of him asleep? Oh, <laughs> taken out of context. <laughs> taken out of context. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's tell everybody about this because it is Please funny. Do. Okay, because this is freestyle. <laughs> Olga, sorry, this is not structured. Um, so my husband has this unbelievable skill, and that is oh, to- whoa, whoa, whoa. It's an open podcast, but like, let's keep it, let's keep keep it, it on the rails. Clean. Clean. Yeah. No. The Jeez. skill is that he can fall asleep- <laughs> anywhere within like five seconds. So even if like, I, and you we've know, seen proof. Yeah. So there was yeah. this, yeah, little, yeah, yeah. So that's we've seen this proof. bout of time where I was texting all the, you know, my former or my, uh, my, my host here. And like every time Bobby's snoring within like five seconds of me getting off the podcast. And so, yeah, it's it's kind of a running joke. And, Sorry, honey, and if, if I you're remember, listening, which I know you're it, not. So, <laughs> it started because he came in, said hello during a podcast, and within like five minutes was asleep. And you're like, you're like, no, look, he's this asleep. Is what <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any time of day. <laughs> yes, yes. Awesome. But, uh, I wish yeah. I could. Hey, do that. Can we can we talk about why he's so tired? I just want to throw this guy a bone here that. He's working hard, right? He is. This is why we we get along so well. Like, we're both crazy. So it takes Mm -hmm. crazy to love crazy, right? (laughs) But crazy in the sense of, you know, he works a lot. He's very intense with his work. And uh, we we definitely understand each other. We we give each other that space. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm very grateful. So as much as I tease around, you know, these other characters I have crushes on and always ask, are you single? Whenever he's single. Um, yes, he's, he's my man. Love him. Shout out to Bobby. Bobby is not single, ladies. Bobby is not, not single. single. Very taken. Yeah. So all of you baseball moms out there that think you have dibs, <laughs> you better watch it. <laughs> I, I, we were stuck in traffic today and I let this woman merge in front of me. Uh, Sandra was like, well, I won't, I won't bleep I will believe she's like, oh, that B, like she, she wants your number, blah, 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 you know, she you her in, blah, blah, blah. And I, yeah, 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 yeah. In, in slash her throat. Defensive mode. And I was like, <laughs> damn, you think way more of me than I do, than I think of me. Cause I just wave somebody in, just some stranger. And I, I, you know, I, I am what I am, but I was like, damn, my wife thinks just strangers are into me. Like, all right, cool. I will, I will um, let her have that psychosis and just feel good about myself. That sounds good. That's all funny. Right. Yeah, that's good. We should all feel, feel secure in our relationships, but yeah, we, we do have fun on this podcast. The texting rants are something to be seen for sure. 
It's it's funny. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> keep keep talking about uh, Sandra's jealousy actually, which is a weird because <laughs> she's not a very jealous person. But when we were first dating, um, I guess a little little into our dating time, um, I woke up to her kind of like clinging on top of me, and I can't remember if she made the noise or not, but she told me in her dream, like, we were cats, and some other cat was, like, you know, trying to get with me, and she was, like, <laughs> and, like jumped on top of me and hissed Rawr! it, and when I woke Rawr! up, I was like, that's exactly what I pictured, was you as a cat hissing somebody away from me. It was like, we were kind of, like, in this shared dream state of uh, some uh, passion. Uh, yeah, That's really good cute. Times. So anyway, yeah. Funny. Speaking um, of cats, I miss Kim. Kim is a cool cat, man. But uh, hey, everybody deserves a night off every once in a while. That's right. Kim <laughs> not busy. here tonight. Yeah, you can see see her friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just turned thirty nine. Did you, about you that. really? I did. You're such a baby, Dylan. Oh wow, you are a baby. Yeah. Drew, how um, old are you? Can you share? Yeah, how old are you, Drew? Come on. I just turned 44 in June. 44? Are you kidding me? Look at those 44-year-old pythons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what I would do. Jeez. Seriously, Drew? I have the hair of a 21-year-old. Again, you have to go to YouTube to see it. But And I, I act, I think I kind of act 31 now, and I'm closer to 41. But You guys are depressing yeah. me. I know it's lame getting old. I'll tell you what. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And the things that I, I still, um, so I was a little wild child back in the day. No way. Shocking. We are stunned. I I like to do things for thrills, like (laughs) adrenaline rushes and they weren't always good things. But, um, so now I still kind of need those thrills and like, I'm like, you know, I go for a hike and I'm like, ooh, what an adventure, you know? Like, <laughs> then, yeah. then I'm going to bed at nine o'clock and, and I'm like, you know, things change, you, you know? Yeah, they this do. Growth is good. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm yeah, glad you guys have... haven't asked me how old I am. I know better. I grew up with sisters. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know there it's are some rules when to this. you're drinking from the fountain of youth, Gloria. Come on. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're, yeah. We're aging on this side. Um, yeah, it is weird to like be like, oh, I need to get back in shape. Oh, gosh, it's been a really long time. And I guess I'm not like trying to have, what do, what do I, yeah, not trying to have Drew's biceps. I'm just trying to like live healthy now, like just have a body that functions. Oh, damn, everybody's got bigger she biceps. Than nice. I'm showing you my diabetic sensor. <laughs> I do have nice. some, I do have some muscle, Drew. Look. You got some in there. Yeah, you do. I see That's that. Looks bicep. good I'm, in the lighting. Pinching, That's the key. I'm pinching the, the fat a little bit. But yeah, I mean, they used to be much more, much more buff, but I'm working on it. Are you doing the gym much these days? I feel like you used to talk about hitting the gym, but I guess pandemic. So, I, you guys, Okay. This is a struggle for me. I try to go to the gym and I feel like overwhelmed when I go. So I finally just, just like within weeks ago, hired somebody. And Good, guess yes, what his, yes, guess what his yes. name is? It's Drew. Oh, no. Shout out to Drew Hansen. Shout out um, Drew Hansen. So it's really cool because we have. Drew Hansen, shout out. <laughs> we have this app and. Um, 
he basically programs like a couple days at a time what I'm supposed to be doing. And so it's great because every day I have accountability and I have to go in and check off every single thing. And so um, last week I had a great week. I was, you know, really um, adamant about finishing everything. This week it's been tough, right? So this, this is my problem. Like I go all in and then like my uh-huh. schedule will get right, crazy right. and I'm like, oh, I missed a day. So yeah, um, yeah I, I definitely am. I feel like hiring somebody is the only way I'm going to get back into it. But I'm, I'm so trying. Is, do you I'm actually trying. see him in person as well? Yeah. And so I'm going to see him like once a week. And that's cool. what I weigh yeah. in. And he does my me- measurements. And But he's really working with me on flexibility and uh, just mobility stuff. Because as you get Great. older, Perfect. you know, exactly. that's really important. So and that's how I, you want to age. Yeah. So I'm really excited. He's he's great. I've known him for a long time. But um, yeah, I can't believe I've waited this long to do this. I really, really need this, you guys. Really do. Because cool. I'm I a diabetic. That. And um, I only became a diabetic when I turned 50. Well, that's at least when I found out. So yes, I'm <clears throat> over 50 now. Hint, hint, Ooh, I turned okay, 50. Hint. Okay, that's good. I turned we can, 50 we during can edit that. COVID. <laughs> I don't it care. Out. It is what it is. What am I going to do? You know, it is what it is. But um, yes, I'm your elder. It's doing great, Gloria. God. It is what it is. What am I going to do? But um, yeah, I, I want you guys to ask me about it here and there because I feel like Accountability. Mm-hmm. I'm telling people because I want people to keep me accountable because yep. it's hard. Yep. But I used to be a complete workout freak back in the day, like many days ago. So I've got muscles under here, Drew. They're under here. They're, <laughs> I they're believe like, you. They're there. I see you. Well, now you bring in something else up, which is diet. Because whenever Ugh. I think about fat, I'm like, I can't row. I can't do enough rowing machine or running to burn the fat. It's about what I'm putting in my body. And oh, I, yeah. cannot, I cannot portion control. I cannot limit how much food I'm putting in my mouth. And I, I'm a so foodie. irritated with myself. You guys, this is so hard. I love eating so much. And, oh, it's so hard because I just love all kinds of food. Every time I go out to eat, I'm the type of person that just wants to try everything. So it's it's a problem. It's like my vice. Well, and I don't want to one-up you guys, but I also have kids who are just like nuggets are just around. Like if they yeah. don't like dinner. And they're they're good eaters. They are. But like just carb-loaded crap processed s will just make it out and I'm, they go to bed i'm like i'm not throwing this away like i'm hungry anyway <laughs> I start eating it and I'm like oh i regret i regret this i've got to talk to you about one thing that i think is really interesting i've been doing so i'm on my i think it's the 42nd day i think you guys all know i have a meditation group and we meet every morning at 7 a.m mm-hmm. yeah, so that. the last 42 days i've been doing this mindful eating program. It has been really interesting. Like, so for example, I have this pink salt caramel bar. Can you see this? Looks delicious. Oh God, it's so good. Is it? Oh, it's so good. You guys, it's so (laughs) good. good. And by the way, shout out to the company. It's, I think it's pronounced Voss. Vosges? I, I, I don't know how to say it. It's V-O-S-G-E-S, but it's a Chicago chocolate company, and they are just fantastic. But anyway, 
the point is the mindful eating, it's not a diet, it's not about dieting. It's about like really appreciating where your food comes from, you know, the, the feel of it, the taste of it, the smell of it, and not just like throwing stuff in your mouth and not thinking about it. And it's really helped me quite a bit. I, I may have mentioned this a couple podcasts ago, um, but, you know, it just makes you kind of slow down and think about what you're putting in your body. And it's, it's helped me a lot. Just FYI. That's cool. We're really going like freestyle in this, uh, this edition. <laughs> <laughs> Olga's well, going to be very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she sees the text. She knows what she's getting into. Um, the, uh, so I'm reading Mel Brooks's uh, biography, um, which uh, I've just. Is he still alive? He is still alive. No he's, way. He's still kicking. Yeah. Um, Spaceballs classic. Yep. Yes. Yeah, exactly. My Great favorite one. classic. I just Spaceballs. learned, did you know this, that um, George Lucas. Yes. Um, made them agree to not sell merchandise yes. for Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. And so that's one of the reasons they were like Why? merchandised everything. I just learned that. He, uh, because of was, Star Wars. He didn't want it to compete with Star Wars oh, merchandise. Yeah. Interesting. And they were making tons but of money with it. it meant he could do whatever he wanted. He was like, I have no notes except you can't sell toys. That was his only thing. And I think, um, what is it called? Industrial Light and Magic? I think they even did some of the special effects for the movie too. Like it was a, it was a bit of a small partnership. But yeah, I, I thought that was funny. And I also find it funny that George Lucas was like threatened, you know, like I won't let this parody movie sell toys. It's just right, like, wow, right. come on, man. Because um, Star Wars doesn't sell funny movie. merchandise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even especially back then, like could not be hotter. Um, but I, the only reason I brought that up is because I stopped reading the book I just started, which is, oh, gosh, I can't think of the name. But it's about uh, it's about diet. And it's about particularly these things called lectins. Have you guys heard about lectins? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, you're some of the first people that have, have said yes to that, which is basically it's in all of the plants, in any plant, and it's especially released when a plant doesn't want to be eaten. And so some plants never want to be eaten and others only when like the fruit is ripe. And so oh. when it's green, you have a lot of lectins. And so when you're eating apples, um, a lot of times, you know, it's shipped from, you know, South America, it's picked before it's ripe and then it's sprayed with this stuff that um has it kind of like i don't think age quickly is the right word but but basically ripen um, but it's still full of lectins and your body is not designed to process the amount of lectins that we're eating and it add, it, it leads to weight gain and and uh um cloudy brain like just all, all sorts of things wow. that uh, plague all sorts of americans and, and around the world, but Americans in particular, since we're pretty poor when it comes to the, the food that we eat. Anyway, um, I will fill you guys in more on that um, once I jump back into that book. But just talking about diet, like that's the only thing I can think of. And I'm like, ah, I kind of should have finished that book because I'm always thinking about it uh, when I'm doing other stuff. But So are you like yeah. trying to limit certain so foods I, because of that? Like mm-hmm. what what's the interest there? Yeah, I think, oh yeah, I mean, I want to be healthy and... Um, I want to, I want to live, live a long life and I want to think I want to be sharp. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I want all those things. And, and, um, Oh, this is how it came about from a photo shoot. Um, what's his name? Jeff. Uh, I can't think of his name at the moment, but uh, I was doing a photo shoot with this guy who is, I think either in his late fifties or sixties. And he, it was for an athletic photo shoot. I'd, I'd say some of my best work. Um, and, uh, I was like, can we pause for a second? Like, you look great. Your energy is great. Like, can you just tell me, like, do you do special diet stuff? 
Um, and occasionally I'll ask a model because they're, the white of their eyes is so clear and their answer oh. is always like, yes, I've, my diet's very important to me. Um, and they focus a lot on it. But anyway, I asked him and he was like, yeah, um, I, there's this doctor. I'll, when Next time you guys are talking, I'll Google it real quick what his name is. Um, and apparently he's very popular. And it, it actually gets to the point of worrying me like, oh, he also sells food products and stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, damn it. That's, that's a red flag for me. Um, but then, you know, if you can't find the right foods out there, then it, it, it might make sense. But anyway, um, he, I believe, uh, might be saying the wrong thing, but like a heart surgeon, something like that, um, and hmm. kind of just went down this rabbit hole and um, it just wants to be healthy and wants other people to be healthy. And you can still eat meat, although, you know, meat eaters are eating especially like, I mean, not only like McDonald's, but most of the food that you're eating, the cow is going to be eating bad food. All kinds you know, of stuff, yeah. yeah. Not, not just processed, but like no nutrients in the soil, not, yeah, anyway. Um, same with eggs and all that stuff. So, um, And I have this weird thing with cholesterol where I can't eat eggs anymore, which I used to have mm. three eggs every morning just plain. Um, is that was, why you can't eat eggs anymore? Well, I'm really curious if maybe if I had, was raising my own chickens, would I be able to eat eggs without boosting my cholesterol? Bad so, cholesterol. I was about to ask about like buying local. It would be, I, I don't know, is... Um, I won't say where you live, Dylan, but is your, where you live, are there like farms in that area? Is it rural enough that there, you could go to a farm and buy the eggs from the farm? It really is. Also, my neighbor has chickens. We have three chickens in our garage at the moment, (laughs) but they're not for keeps. We're just raising chicks Uh uh, for my parents' house. So they'll have 10 chickens, including eggs. But eggs are different. Oh yeah. I was going to ask, have you guys had like fresh farm all the time? Those are radioactive, like Mm-hmm. I sometimes I can't eat my parents' chicken eggs because they're so rich. It's like, oh god, this is so fleshy and just like, really? oof. Because I'm just so used to like plain egg that's not very. There's not much to it. Do you guys ever have that? Like, it's just so rich and real. No, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I also no. like runny eggs, so maybe that's it. I do too. Yeah, I, I love that. You do? Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I do too. So um, one of the things I. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I want to get a, a cow um, so I can know what it's eating. And, um, you know, I won't be able to store all of its meat, but I want to do a, a meat share with my neighbors um, so we can all know what we're eating and, and make sure it's quality food we're putting in us. And I, I don't like contributing to the horrible food market, you know, yeah. and I'm not willing to hunt, but at least this is one step closer. So I just agreed with um, a friend's boyfriend that in November we're going to split a cow because i think not to get into this stupid joke <laughs> the, um so in uh, we're timing it for november because we're worried about food shortages next year so oh, just in case geez, and i think that there's i think there might be some issues um so that's when we're timing it because awesome. that can store for like a year but we're gonna you can do that here in new hampshire you can go buy a quarter cow half cow full cow and hmm. as long as you have a freezer for it, they'll vacuum yeah. seal all the pieces. And awesome. yeah. yeah, I'm really interested in the butcher part of it too. That'll, that'll be interesting. Cool. I love that you're on the same page, Drew. Like, yeah. Oh, so one of you, so you, people might not know this. I I don't know why anyone would, but one of my failed businesses before I um, struck gold with the float center was grass fed <laughs> Boston. Uh, yeah, I did grass fed oh. Boston. I was raising, not raising, I was working with a local farm who raised her own cattle. And then I would sell 
the meat in, uh, yeah, I don't care. I would sell it in Massachusetts. Well, it turns out it's like a major federal crime to like cross (laughs) state lines with meat. And um, I would put them into CrossFit gyms. And yeah, I had um, I had a couple of um, so interesting, Drew freezers in uh, CrossFit gyms, and I would go and I would package it and leave it in the freezer, and people would uh, leave me money. And um, yeah, I got I had a ton of meat. I went to like beef conventions. Yeah, I went. (laughs) I learned all about that stuff, and I could get real into like this. It's totally federally mandated. There are three major companies that run everything. The federal government hates small farms and makes it extremely difficult for them to do anything. And then the rules around once you're ready to harvest the animals, like they could make it a lot better for the animals, but the rules around it, even for the local farmers, you're like stressing out the animal the whole way. And it's a bummer because a lot of people would like to do it on site and they're not allowed to through federal regulations. It's a really Gosh, weird thing. I can't thing. believe we didn't know this about you. Very yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, grass-fed Boston. And um, I actually made a little bit of money from it. And I was making some money. And then um, at one of the gyms, a health inspector <laughs> popped into a gym and was like, what's this? And then the owner was like, I, I don't want any problems. So can we get this out of here? And then I did was delivering to people's homes for a while. And... Um, yeah, it just, so I got a little nervous once I started actually learning that, like, the farm could do it, but I couldn't. You can't be, like, a distributor, middleman oh. like that. Yeah, there's just very strange rules for the small farms. So, Trip out. Yeah, and have you, and, yeah, it was fun. It was interesting. I learned a lot, but. How long were you doing that for? I think I did it for, like, a year or two. Really? Wow. Yeah, I had a website, and I had T-shirts, and, uh, <laughs> I want one of those. Do you still own yeah. the domain? I think I might still. I own like forty domains that I probably should go through and stop paying for half of them. Same. But yeah, I, yeah, I think I do because I thought it was a good. I thought it was an awesome name for something. Grassfed Boston is a cool name if you're can doing we, something grassfed. Can we see your logo? Can we? Print more of those shirts on Out of the Float. I want that shirt. How fun would that be? Grass-fed Boston on our shirts. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. So so you can buy, you can buy cows. And, and uh, there's a Vermont, I just bought, I just bought 10 pounds of Wagyu. There's a Vermont farm that has American Wagyu. And um, so I like, I like doing stuff like that. I'll buy, I'll look into the farm and then. They'll ship it, and it's it's a little more expensive, but they yeah. vacuum seal it, send it in like three days, and then I keep it in the freezer, and when I'm ready to rock and roll and have some really nice meat, I pretty much really only like to eat the way, some type of Wagyu meat. It's really good meat, and it's not like the real Wagyu from Japan, but it's like the American version, but it's still a really good quality of sure. meat. Sure. And um, yeah, so. And, and when you say it's a really good quality of meat, what does that mean to you when you're saying that? Um, so when you, when you, when you bite into it, it just flakes right into your mouth and just kind of melts. It's going to play that in slow motion. It's, it, it's the, it's the, it's a good teaser. It has to do with the marbling and, uh, the fat content and it comes from, you know, what they're eating. And, um, in Japan and Wagyu is a specific area that the grass, whatever, they're eating makes the meat a certain way and um okay. yeah there's a whole wagyu instagram you should like 
deep dive into. It's awesome. It's just the best <laughs> cuts of meat. You do a little sear on them, and they're just so tender, and the meat tastes clean, and I don't get like sick to my stomach after eating that. Like dry aged beef, and do you know what dry aged is? Little fun fact. Do you I know what it means? They let it hang, and bacteria eats away at the meat. So you're literally like eating bacteria beef. And I've always had like I'll get I'll get upset stomach from the dry aged oh, beef. Interesting. And I I didn't know, but that's why because I'm having a a bad reaction to the bacteria that grows on it when it's just sitting there aging. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what, not like, yeah. that's not good marketing for dry <laughs> aged at all. That's no, no but most people don't know that. Right. Yeah. Th- yeah. And they and they think it's like a delicacy, right? Like or not. I don't know if that's a delicacy, but the, it's a you know Special you'll pay brand. extra money. Yeah. yeah. For forty five day dry aged, that would but, like. But the meat make you're me talking about, it's just seared, pink in the middle, and it's just flaking it off as you bite into it. Well, it depends how you cut it, but. Yeah, for when you when you cook grass fed meat, you have to cook it different. You want to do a high sear on the outside, and then a low. You want to sear it real quick for like thirty to sixty seconds, and then really low to cook the insides. And it cooks different. It, it would cook uneven if you cooked it like a normal burger. And then it's really hard if you overcook grass fed meat. It'll 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 feel gamey almost. Interesting. It won't taste gamey, but it'll kind of have like a tougher texture to it. Okay. And if you, so you want to kind of undercook it a little bit, but you also, it's the type of meat you like, you leave out, out and let it get to room temperature for 30 minutes. And mm-hmm. then you, you cook it properly and then you let it sit for another five minutes after you don't dig right in. And there's nothing like a good cooked Wagyu piece of steak. Ugh. So I hear Portland has some good restaurants. Are we going to go get some nice meat while we're out there? What's going on? Portland, Maine. I bet there is. Portland, Maine. Uh, I cannot uh, wait. When is this this podcast going to be released, Dylan? Will it be before the Flow Conference? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not that close, are we? Yeah. So in Portland, Maine, they have awesome food. Really, you can't go wrong anywhere in Maine. And I'm sure they have everything. I'm sure they have something that is related there from a main farm you know um and while we're doing that i just want to throw out that the uh float tank uh association board of directors is open for nominees so if anyone listening thus far is still with us and you hear this (laughs) feel free to let us know that you might be interested in joining the board because we're looking for nominees drew i um i don't i don't need more on my plate but i've been thinking about it yeah. Ooh, why? Strike f- while the iron's oh. hot, Drew. Get him committed. There are four seats available, and um, it is things are going really well in, especially in comparison to how maybe they used to be going. And um, so, who's on the board now? Give us the. Uh, give us the. Oh, you put me on the spot. Uh, we got Roy Vore, James Harder, Nicole Walcott, who. Um, Yep. I think just changed her name. Um, oh, congrats yeah. to Nicole, who's also pregnant. Yes. Um, Yay, congratulations. Cool. Yeah. Yes, congrats, uh, Nicole. Greg. Um, Griffin? Griffin. Greg Griffin. Nice. Sorry, Greg. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm trying to think of who else is on the board before I... Michael Cordova. Okay. Um, Good people. Good people. Woody. Great people. <laughs> I have to be honest. I don't know Woody's last name, but Woody is really cool. He's... Um, 
you know, I think he's actually an attorney and um, he's been very helpful in establishing a lot of the legal stuff. So shout out Woody. Um, two people. So there's not as there were a couple of people that um, left us kind of midterm. So those seats have opened up. Um, May Beth Jones is on there. Sorry. Oh, nice. Don't want to forget Beth. Shout out Beth. Jonathan Roeg, Mandy Rowe from True Rest. Um, um, and then there are people who are, have joined committees who Got aren't it. on the board of directors who have helped mm-hmm. out with the committees. And they're doing some really fun stuff and they're trying. And I think that it's in a good spot as far as having a website and putting stuff on the website and being a central location for information. Yeah. And I'm on the emails. People all around the world are constantly sending emails, asking questions. And, That's great. Um, great. Yeah. So there's. It's come a um, long it's way interesting. through. So congratulations. Yeah, totally. On the work you've done totally. I, I definitely have to say that I think, um, you know, Greg on the accounting side of things, Woody on the legal side of things, and James Harder being, luckily, many people don't know this. Uh, he's former military, and it shows in how like organized he is and he really took the reins and if it weren't for him i think it would it would struggle a little bit so um between the three of them they i would say have done quite a bit of legwork and not to say the other people aren't working hard for it they are everyone's contributing but that's um, great it's they have been instrumental in the growth of it it's come a long way that's yeah it should be celebrated absolutely yeah and they're going to release a a lot of information at the float conference to include oh. like the budget and oh, there's great. a, there's yeah. a bit of money and we're doing stuff with the money and Ooh, we're going to show cool. that oh, and try to get some excitement for that. Uh, there's also going to be a little gathering um, sponsored by the FTA and I think it's for members only. So Ooh, we'll get to know yeah. each other and mm-hmm. yeah, I want to nice. build a little bit of community and help people meet. We all think it's great to have friends in the industry, so it'll yes. help people to meet other people um and um yeah like we're partnering with people also you know as far as um um just in um in the research collective feinstein feinstein right and um roy is on top of things within the you know cdc level of um code and so it's really cool and it's been fun to see even from when I joined I I believe I joined and there were less than 50 members and there's three four I think three or four times that now awesome so yeah my so it's been just awesome. showed up in my email I just got billed and uh it's a drop in the bucket I highly recommend people sign up for it support this <clears throat> Gosh, so important, so important, so important to our industry. And, and I feel like right now is in such a good place that where I'm putting my money, it's going towards something that's helping the industry and could potentially help me down the line too, right? Like self-serving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. And we're I, I always looking FTA. for ideas. There's a lot of um, we do roundtable discussions, and there are panel discussions, and they're not all open to the public, but. We're constantly trying to look for things to talk about as a community and to get people involved and share ideas. And I think that's also beneficial because we all know that so many things could happen with the water or, you know, people are doing different things and what's working, what's not. How do you know someone else might be doing something easier or have an easier way of doing things? And we all can help each other through sharing all of that. Right. So, um, yeah, the FDA, it's been awesome. I've enjoyed it. I am done. I think next, um, next month is my last month 
as part of it. I've served two oh, years. Man. Yeah, it's crazy to think that it's been two years. That's wow, really wild. it sure is crazy. It goes quick. And I was hesitant to join too, Dylan, at first. And um, I think that you would be pleasantly surprised by how functional it is and, um, you know, the things that are getting done and the people who are involved and people are, people are trying. That's the, I, I feel like there's definitely, you know, we kind of run into things sometimes with everyone being so busy and uh, it's hard to get people to volunteer for things, right? So that Drew, does I happen. Think you but should, I mean, Dylan, I think you should do it because, yeah. you know, one of the things about this Art of the Float crew is, you know, me and Kim have been on the float conference board for multiple years. Drew's now been on the float con board. I think Dylan, it's your turn to, uh, kind of carry the torch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. No pressure. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, <laughs> let me, and let me talk just to throw wife. in, he's like, oh. that you could, the art of the float could definitely, I think, help, you know, build awareness with the FTA as well. Right. If you were on there and I'm sure and, there are different things and, even bringing attention to it if there was a panel discussion next week, you know, and right. You, I and think at you, no it point would be in time helpful. would I feel better about supporting the FTA than, than right now. I'm, I'm yeah. so pleased to see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's awesome. Been, so I know shout out to the FTA journey. crew. Yeah. Shout out to the FTA. Shout out yeah. To yeah. People have done some cool things and it's good. It's really cool to see. And I, I wish there was a camera behind the scenes because people are working hard and, they might never get that recognition and they're not doing it for that, but, um, yeah, you know, true. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, you're talking about those roundtables and, and, uh, experts that come in, uh, talking for the FTA as well. Like just so cool that those are happening as well. Right. And they're recorded. You can go log in to the FTA website and check it out. Um, do, do check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for doing that with me guys. Shout, yeah. shout out, shout out for the plug for the FTA. <laughs> And we got the float conference. Float conference. Um, so back to Portland, almost, Maine, and the food. Oh, okay. Lobster. Food, yes. Food, yes. Find the lobster for sure. <laughs> right. We got to do um, that. We yeah. got to do that. But uh, yeah, just you know, one reminder: if you haven't booked your lodging, do it now. Don't wait. Yes. I, you know, I used to think that if you waited till the last minute, things would open up and it's less expensive. That's not going to be the case here. The hmm. inventory is just not there. So book your housing now, Airbnb, whatever. It, it needs to be done now. Just a reminder. You got it. Um, and, and that's me. She's talking literally directly to <laughs> yes, me. Yes, Dylan. <laughs> Get off the pot. Yeah. Um, I'm also really excited to see Dr. Feinstein uh, and the Float Research Collective and, and see what's going on there. That's going to be very exciting. Seems like a whole nother, um, I don't know, leg of the industry that is being developed here. So that'll be cool. Um, yeah, guys, uh, I feel like our text conversations don't always spiral into talking about the float industry. They usually spiral out. Yes. Uh, so we kind of have an inverse evening. Uh, funny that we ended, ended the, the show. It's true. We actually that. ended on a productive note. It's like all those influences <laughs> out there, you know, reeling us back in. It's the, She's the energy. Texting, yeah. Reel it in, reel it in. And shout out to the people who've made it this far and got through the meat talk to get to the <laughs> flow related talk. The meat it talk. It should be a yes. prize for you. This was they a had meat. to pause the podcast and get to a video player so they could watch on YouTube. They're like, wait, is this the about? right show? Is this the grass fed <laughs> yeah. show? Art of the meat. Yeah. <laughs> Art of the meat. Yeah. 
Art of the Verts? Is that what First Art of the Vert, then... Oh, that was the other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a whole week, Gloria. <laughs> you are like a trap, it's, though, it's with that all, memory. It's like, yeah, it's all running together. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, so the time that we record, it is... Uh, what is it? I guess it's coming in on 7 o'clock Pacific time. So what time is it for you guys? It's almost 9 o'clock. o'clock here in Chicago. 9 to 10. Yeah. So that all the time. A little behind the veil of the podcast is I get the easy (laughs) time and these guys stay up late, um, which I genuinely, truly appreciate. Um, And after every podcast, I walk out of here and then um, go help my girls brush their teeth, get into their jam jams and read them some books and put them to sleep. Uh, so that's what always happens. What do you guys do after after pod? I go straight to bed because uh, I usually <laughs> golf before because I have oh, like nice. a little golf league on Thursday yeah, nights, right. um, mm-hmm. Tuesday nights, Thursday nights sometimes. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely exhausted and delirious by the time we get off this podcast. I'm, and I'm usually nice. in bed by 10, truth be told. I know very exciting life. <laughs> I'm not that much more exciting. Um, I'll take my dogs out for a potty and <laughs> probably uh, <laughs> probably hang out there for a couple of minutes doing whatever comes to mind, listening to some Bob Marley or something. And then uh, the, Denise, uh, she works, to, she just got out. So she'll be home in about 45 minutes. And, oh, so uh, she works we'll late. Chit chat. Yeah, she works like 11 to 9. Is that her 10, regular schedule like or does it does it vary? Uh, she'll do overnight sometimes as well. Yeah. Wow. Does she like wow. those hours? I mean, she's been working for a while. She probably could choose. Yeah. yeah she's actually just did her final week of uh, four shifts. She's going to three shifts. Oh, cool. Starting next week. Wow. And they'll all be mid shifts. So she'll, I think, be done by. They're either out at nine, ten, or eleven, depending on the the hours. So Damn. we um, should have her on the pod sometime. Would she be up? Would she be interested? Yeah, she would. She what would she say? I don't know. Like, That's why we went to talk about when you guys the, when you guys yeah, work together. Yeah. yeah, and you know it didn't go well when we worked together. So well, she yeah. doesn't know much about the business anymore. We she we does. Do, we need to do know. an "Oops, All Spouses" episode for sure. We could either have a, us with the spouses, that would be or fine. we could just have the spouses talking about us. I think Sandra could lead them. Edit. What's that? Right. I think Sandra could lead them because she knows enough about oh, floating right, to like. I and Graham do does that. too. We should. I do think that. that would be fun to like. Oh yeah, Graham totally. A spouse's episode, like, what's it like to <laughs> be with someone who's doing that stuff? I don't know. Oh gosh, what would he say? Oh, that's fun. Okay, okay. I think we should. Yeah, if we could get uh, everybody lined up, that would be a good time. That would be yeah. funny. The something tells me the lining them up part will be the difficult thing. Well, yes. we just, oh yeah. well now she's gonna have four days off a week, so yeah. <laughs> we can yeah. Yeah, she's got some time. She's burnt out. It's been, yeah, it's been, um, it's been hard being a nurse, right? So for sure, um, she's like tell her thank you for all of her hard work. I know that's a thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, brutal, brutal time. Yeah, right. Yeah, hero. Seriously, hero. Absolutely. And to put up with you, she should get another. I cannot imagine. I bring so much spice to her life. (laughs) I I always tell her. I make her shake her head all the time. She gets so bummed on me because, uh, and then I'll be like, what? How boring would it be? She, the guy before me, she would um, hold her purse. Yeah, he would, he would hold her purse and he cried all the time. Not that there's anything wrong with crying. I hope he never listens to this. But, but he listens to every episode. 
I'm not I'm like I'm not that guy. I'll hold your purse if you ask me to. But I'm not gonna be like, give me a purse, I'll hold it. You know, and I'm not crying over like spilled milk. That's for sure. I need like mass casualties or like a dog to die for me to cry. Really? God, I cry so easily. Yeah. But a dog or military videos, when a dog comes home to a military person, like I will, I will cry like a baby on, on those. So if, if I wake up and look at my phone and I watch one of those sweet videos or like a teacher getting celebrated or something, you know, somebody being recognized, Uh like I will right there on the spot, start crying. But then the rest of the day, what, for whatever reason, my guard will come up, nothing else. If I watch that video at, you know, 6 p.m., like, yeah, cool. That's that's sweet. Anyway, you guys, right. is it normal to cry on almost every Shark Tank episode when someone gets a deal? I, it's <laughs> I, it's sick. Every single time when someone gets a deal, I you cry. get so happy. I'm so happy for them. <laughs> is that oh, weird? You, uh, you're probably better than us. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, I, that, I just so. But I'm also, so happy. Um, aren't you going through hormonal changes? Yes, asshole, I am. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yes, I probably am. It's true. I'm highly emotional. I just, I don't know if that might have anything to do with it. Just saying. Like, you already, Dylan, don't look like that. She already said her age. I'm totally kidding. Gloria is an open book. It's probably true. Yeah, I mean, I cry over everything ask my kids i mean it's have you always been like that um that's the question i think i've been you know one to more easily cry but i would say it's much more i mean i cry over music i cry over commercials i am just so emotional (laughs) i'm so emotional about Uh everything but it's usually happy crying Sure. It's like it's like things really I wish I had touch more of that. me. I wish I had less of a wall. That's that's a good thing. I I like that. You're right I, there with reality. Your your spirit and your emotions yeah, are, are touching. Yeah, I definitely it. feel things. You know, I definitely feel things. And but my kids are like, oh my gosh. Like, but my my <laughs> daughter went to. She came to Chicago this uh, week from Texas, and I brought her back to the airport. And I was oh. so strong and. As soon as I hugged her, I started crying. She's like, oh, God, uh, Mom, stop. I'll oh, be back. Man. I know. I know. I can't imagine. No, with your kids, I'm like, yeah, yeah that's hard. I know. cry about everything. I know. Absolutely. I, yeah, I really – but, yeah, I'm very raw. That's for sure. I'm very, very – I feel a lot. That's good. I love hard, it is you guys. Good. I love hard. Yeah. I think as I get older, I definitely – uh, appreciate things a little more and become a little more sensitive to things because right life's short and as you get older you realize that as more people stop being here and you appreciate the little things yeah I, I, so i'm I, crying inside i'm crying sometimes. <laughs> but i think if you feel it like you don't need it to produce tears but i think uh i don't know i like feeling i like to be mm. You know, I I just love love. I love to be happy for other people. So I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm I'm glad I'm I'd rather be this way than yeah, you know, have cool. cold water running through my veins and not yeah. feeling. Yeah. I'd rather Yeah, that's better than me, where the literally the only movies that can make me cry are the Toy Story movies. For some reason at the very end, I'll just <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, I'll have this ugly cry. It's so bad. But that's the only time I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like 
major events are happening in my life, and I'm just vunk. So uh, I think I think you're in the right there, Gloria. I will I will try to before we go skin back before Please. we go because I know you're trying to wrap it up. But th- since this is about not like at everything, all. not at all. Let's um, do another hour. What's the last good movie you guys saw? I've got one, and it really surprised me that I loved it so much. Just curious. Top Gun. Oh, nice. the, I loved the it. In Jurassic the Park, the new Jurassic Park. You liked Those were the last one? two I saw. I haven't seen that one, but I haven't heard good things. It was nostalgic seeing all the yeah. older people in there. That's oh, true. Cool. That's yeah. true. Nostalgia. I like that. that what about you, Dylan? Um, I couldn't finish the second Jurassic, the most recent second Jurassic Park World or whatever. Yeah. I, like, I don't know if it was 30 minutes or an hour in, but I was like, I don't care about anybody. I'm not feeling anything. This isn't worth my time, but I, I stopped it. Um, but... The third one, I mean, Jeff Goldblum, I can't remember the other Australian actor's name, but like, they, they're they great. Are they both Australian, the, the dude in the... Hemsworth, is he a Hemsworth? Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Forgot about him. Yeah. Okay, so the movie that I saw that really oh, yeah, so surprised saw. me... Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Wait, which I one saw uh, Ron. It's an Akira Kurosawa movie. Uh, it's... Um, it, Akira Kurosawa is known as like the greatest director of all time, or one of the greatest directors of all time, and uh, he's pretty famous for The Seven Samurai, um, Arishima, what am I, and I can't think of the other, a bunch of movies that are great, particularly samurai movies, and this one is in color, and uh, I was kind of like, I'm just going to do my homework and watch this thing, because I should, um, and I, I bought it in 4K, so I could like get get every detail, and it was fucking amazing i was like oh, oh yes nice. that's right that's why everybody says that he's amazing this was incredible and um i watched it over two nights because it's two hours and 40 minutes long oh wow so it's, it's a it's a beast um and but what's at it the first again? half i was like it's r-a-n in okay. japanese I, it, it's kind of it's there's no direct translation but kind of like chaos is kind of the general okay. gist of what ron means it's based off king lear's shakespeare and um or shakespeare's king king lear sorry and uh uh, the first half, I was like, yes, beautiful cinematography, the co- which I love. I'm a sucker for, like, a wide shot of nature and beautiful placement of the camera. Like, all that stuff, like, totally turns my crank. But then the second half has so many twists of of plot and characters that I was just like, oh, my God, this is truly just amazing. And there was a female character, no spoilers, that is just one of my new favorite characters. And I'm, there's no way I'm going to get Sandra to sit through that entire movie but I know she would just love this character so much. And, um, yeah, I guess that's all I'll say. But anyway, like, I, I, would, I could do a podcast just talking about that movie. I, I geeked really hard about it. It's and from 1985? 85, yeah. So kind of wow. recent for most of his movies. He, he had a, a lull for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, older I'm going to watch this one. Really? Oh, man, I'd love to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, check it out. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, so anyway. Sorry. Thanks, yeah. thanks for asking about a movie I was really excited about. Okay, Gloria. So this one, you know, now that you've talked about that, it's going to be silly in, uh, in comparison. <laughs> but um, I was on a plane on a like an international flight, and I was trying to watch as many movies as possible and trying the to best place to catch check cinema. out. Yes. And I watched this movie called Licorice Pizza. Have you heard of it? Oh, I want to watch that so bad. Please, no spoilers. No spoilers. I really enjoyed it. It was so unique, so different than what I expected. Love mm. the soundtrack. Um, cool. I won't. I won't talk about it if you don't want me to. But yeah, I think it's. There's it's, no spoilers. You have to dance around. That. It was set. It was set in 1973, and so um, 
way before your time, but I was born in the 70s. And uh, the music was familiar to me, even though I was a little kid. And uh, yeah, the acting was fantastic. The um, the story was just, it, it was just great. All the characters had, there were a lot of different storylines in it. Uh, but yeah, it was just mindless and awesome. I really loved it. I've listened to the soundtrack probably about a hundred times since I watched the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you a soundtrack person or is it no. just this hit that, yeah? No, yeah. there was a couple of songs like... Um, Peace Frog by The Doors was in it. Oh, I, I don't okay. know if you know that song. You'll have to Spotify it. Um, yeah. You'll know it. You'll know it. Uh, so that the, I don't know. The whole thing was just a great vibe, and I left feeling. I don't know. You just have to watch it. We should have a watch party. What, was, were, what were we? You said it was watch? mindless. It it was just uh, not mindless, but it was not heavy. You know, I okay. I'm. I'm I'm trying to expose myself to things that just get my mind off of reality, right? So I, I try sure, to yeah. just like use movies. <laughs> you a pleasant as, place as an for escape. a while. Yeah, just yeah, being a, yeah. just enjoyment, right? And it was a little love story, a kind of like forbidden love. I don't know. I'm off on a tangent, yeah. but I really liked it. Highly recommend. In the in the name, oh. licorice pizza actually comes from the fact that a record looks like strands of licorice in a pizza. And it was the name, right? And it it was the name of a chain of record stores in LA in the seventies. So that, and it was, that was a real name. So yeah, just quirky. I don't know. Just came to my mind for some some reason. So way off on a tangent. I was just in a record store yesterday. Uh, it was cool. It was those, cool. Those Rare. What's that? Um, so I am not a big soundtrack person, but um, I watched uh, Macbeth. Speaking of Shakespeare, interesting. Um, the Michael Fassbender uh, Macbeth. And oh. I just fell hard. I don't know. Shakespeare, when he's like, when he gets moody, I, I get into it. And this director like matched it really well. Like I just dug the hell out of it. And then I just could not stop listening to the soundtrack over and over and over. Don't go, don't jump into it. It's, it's like, it's moody, it's intense, but it's kind of like, it's not your fun. Like, I don't know why I get into that. And now I'm feeling that way about Ron. I'm like, damn, this soundtrack kicks ass. But it's like, is this what I want to be listening to? This is kind of, kind of intense and weird that I'm like editing photos or, you know, answering emails to the soundtrack. But it's the only, like the only two soundtracks I've ever been interested in listening to, where it's like the mute, the score, you know, not not a collection. You should check out the Boys in the Hood soundtrack. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> one of my favorites. I have to check that out for sure. <laughs> I'm sending you the. I'm sending the uh, link to uh, Peace Frog in our chat. You'll have oh, to see nice. if you recognize okay. the song by by the Doors. You but, got it. Uh, well, yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm awesome. so glad that we could just talk about random stuff on this podcast because I miss you guys. I feel like I haven't, you know, been on a yeah, cadence. Yeah, yeah. I know like we're a couple yeah. weeks in a row now that I've been here, but I'm I'm really just so happy to be back. I feel like I've been missing a part of a part of me with all the episodes <laughs> really I've sweet. missed. Yes, I, I really did. But I'm, I'm sorry, Gloria. I can't until I figure out the name of the movie because it is is William Hurt. R.I.P. recently. Uh, you were like, what movie where were we going to do? Oh, Why can't I think of the Altered name? Altered States? Altered States, yes. Yeah, Altered we were, States, we were yeah. yeah. We really should do that. I know you so really... Always, 
excited. I was Jones it. It was it was it was uh it's hard to get everybody together. But I thought it, it would is. be fun to bring people in, like we could have a guest in and watch a movie that maybe was related to floats and have that be Patreon content. Cause I really enjoy just the chilled, laid back nature of like live movie watches where maybe they sometimes talk about what's on screen, maybe not. And uh, it just um, kind of peels back the onion of people a little bit when that happens. And I, I just thought that'd be fun. Um, and, I, and I do so, like movies, so there's that. So is your vision for this idea to have us all watching remotely, separate places? The vision is the search for more money. So the idea is, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> little Spaceballs reference there. Um, yeah, there, there are two ways. It could be everybody watches it and then we all get together and talk about it. But I think what in my mind was the live watching. So like you literally do no preparation. You just sit there, you know, you talk a little bit beforehand, hit play, volume down, subtitles on, and then and we, we talk and record. Yeah. So we, and we're talking and recording as we're watching it. Correct. Okay. And then we could bring Beth Jones in, you know, and watch her favorite movie that inspired her to start a business or whatever, you know, and, and it'll, it'll lead into all that jazz, you know? And we, we could watch all like that jazz. the whole duration of the whole movie, like a two-hour pod? Well, the idea is somebody could put on that movie and listen to it live with you guys. So they're watching a movie. Maybe they partake in something that's, like, I don't know, um, relaxes them a little bit and and they can zone out and watch a movie and listen to their friends chat for a little bit have you done this before like where does this inspiration come from i cannot i cannot stand watching a movie hearing people talk that does not work for me Uh, but i really enjoy the so i'm so confused wait a minute i do a lot of driving so so i don't like sitting watching the movie but that's the concept but what i enjoy doing is on a drive listening to two people watch a movie. Yeah, I guess that is that is what it is. Yeah. But this would be the niche of the float industry. And our gene our mad genius and thoughts on on uh, what we're watching. And tangents, mostly tangents. Drew, I'm glad we're having this take? brainstorm live what, on the yeah, yeah. What, yeah, no, it's it's interesting. What I'm just curious to see what other people think. Drew, what do you think about this idea? Honestly, I the whole time I was thinking that would actually be a good idea for the float conference to like play yeah, you yeah. Know, to show uh, altered states and like do a, a talk about it or something like That's a what midnight I was screening of altered states yeah I mean, how that fun, that fun would that conference. be graham and ashcon did that um at a at a local venue here in portland oregon um with altered where, uh, states actually, we won a bag of salt which was really funny yeah altered states uh, the float shop won a, so a you're saying this is not a re- a, an original idea well, they weren't talking during the movie. They just had a live viewing of the movie. Hmm. So, Drew, you, you, would ha- you and the FTA council, um, the circle, would be up there talking during it? Because that'd be fun. Oh, no, I was saying just to play it and let people yeah, watch just it. just to play it is, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's been done. But but yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And it should be. Guess, it should be done every I guess year. it wasn't such a good thing that it, they keep doing it, so maybe it wasn't a good turnout. I wonder if it was difficult. No, I think the turnout was just But, fine. you know, even not everyone is going to go and, like, party their face off right so maybe people want to go watch all i've never seen altered states oh snap yeah front to back i've never seen i've seen clips of it right but i've never like sat down and watched it yeah i've never seen it front to back i i tried and yeah i yeah no it looks like it sucks as far as that's why we should do a live recording (laughs) (laughs) you can talk over it it's a trippy movie it is it is I actually this have this guy turned into a monster. in my office at uh, Float 60, 
my old office. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's of the era for sure. But I, I think you would dig quite a bit that's in there. Uh, right. Plus, well, it's a Samadhi float tank, too. Like it's yeah. A, it's yeah. like a little time capsule yeah. of a yep. movie. Like that's truly our industry being exposed. It's cool. It really is. Uh, yeah. Awesome. And it's so funny. Like every once in a while, I mean, with a high number of people of a certain age bracket, We'll say, oh, am I going to turn into a monster or Neanderthal or whatever? And it's like, oh, very few customers turn into Neanderthals during flows. You know, like, and then you'll know why you're making that joke. It's great. Um, okay. 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 So uh, <laughs> this this time next year, 2023, we'll we'll do it. That's our deadline. Let's do it. That's goals. <laughs> All right. Very good goals. <laughs> I'll be open-minded to an yep. old 1940s movie. 40s. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. Anything before 1993 is 40s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I know how that feels. I get it. I get it. Um, all right. Well, gosh, do sponsors sponsor this episode? Uh, Art of the, the float. float Shop does. Art of the, Art the Shop Float. Art of the Float, baby. Yeah, look at that sweet gear. You too can rep Art of the Float. And uh, let's see. What else? Flux and... Uh, Float facilitator shirts. That's what we got off shop. Art of the float. Uh, actually, it is a Flux brand, but it has the Caduceus logo, and then it says Float Facilitator on it. Um, just so when people walk in, they they know what they're dealing with and who we are. So I dig that quite a bit. Um, kind of, you know, pe- people cu- employees don't necessarily want to fit their attire every day for what they're kind of be, going to be sweating in and everything while they're hustling around. So <laughs> it takes the edge off a little bit for them to just put on one of our shirts. It's cool. Uh, yeah. Also, Patreon. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon, especially if you're um, wearing all the hats around your business. This is a great way to support what you're doing uh, with all the float media we have, uh, photography, videos, and um, blog posts, athletic photography. And this month, if uh, is this still in July? Yeah. Um, athletic video as well. Yeah. Good stuff um, for all that social media work, website design, all that good stuff. Is it time to update your website, by the way? Might, might want to think about that. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. This was uh, the oddest episode we've ever recorded, and it was a lot of fun. This is very similar to what us talking is, is usually like. Uh, maybe a few more ex- expletives uh, when we're not recording, but I think that's a it. A lot more. A lot more. <laughs> a lot more. Um, and a shorter conversation than usual, too. This is, it's usually about one or two hours before we hit that record button to record our first episode. <laughs> um, before Kim forces us to record. <laughs> and um, yeah, thanks for chatting, guys. This has been fun. Oh my gosh. Have a good night. I didn't think about the as always. What's what's the as always tonight? Uh, as always, don't text and drive. Oh it's my dangerous. God. Yes. Okay. What the fresh so- toast? <laughs>